Welcome to Mindset U Podcast, your source of mindset education. We aim to provide you with free, valuable education for you to thrive. Enjoy. Today, we have a special podcast for you pulled from the archives. This is a live session back in 2020 when we were in the height of the pandemic and dealing with a lot of anxiety. You're going to see me walk my then client, who eventually became a coach, Beverly, through the experiences that she's going through to help her come from that fight and flight state of the nervous system all the way over to the calm and relax. We teach the tools on how to do this so you can apply them to your life. Enjoy. That I had got like that food came on Friday. So you didn't want her to be right. Yeah, well, right, no, and worried. Yeah, exactly, I didn't want her to be right and then also worried or, cause she's been like on a hundred with all this and mm -hmm. So I had all flu-like symptoms, and then I came across a spiritual awakening flu. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, this has to be it. I mean, <laughs> what else could I be bought? Like, there's nothing else that other reason why I would have gotten sick. And, um, but then after, like, I started to feel physically good, then I started to feel mentally, mentally and emotionally not good. I mean, I was, I guess, yeah, like, well, I was, like, physically not good. That's all I was really on my mind. It was just, like, my physical. I just was not good. And then after that, then emotionally, I've been, like, down. And also, yeah, mentally, I feel like I haven't been able to separate myself from the ego. So it's just, like, I keep falling into my thoughts and, um, yeah. And it hasn't been, it's been a rough week, really rough week. If you think of, if you think like you're, you're a battleship, right? And you're getting shot up with a bunch of, you know, bombs and missiles and everything, right? You're going to be tough as hell to try to block it all, right? But you're taking a, it's taking a toll on you. It's taking like a heavy load on you, right? So you're not going to be feeling your best both physically and emotionally. And that's what your body's doing. You're, you're mentally and physically, you're, you're protecting yourself from this barrage of this physical attack. Mentally, this is gonna start draining you, it's gonna start depleting you, right? So what's really cool here is that with that barrage, with that attack of the physical and then the mental thoughts that come along with it is you're also practicing Basically, in wartime, you're practicing your mindfulness. You're practicing your awareness, right? So one thing that you mentioned is ego, right? Having a tough time separating from ego and everything like that. Remember, we've talked about the ego, especially our, our last call. We mentioned how ego is not something that you necessarily want to get rid of. In this case, is going to step up to help defend and protect you, the you that is the Beverly on this plane of existence. And the ego is gonna step up to try to protect that. So when you're experiencing this barrage, your ego is saying, hey, this is my job here to become the shield from this barrage, right? So your ego is going to step up and say, be ready to defend against mom because she's going to come after and then blame me for something, right? And I want to defend myself, right? So your ego is going to step up. I, I might die from this, right? 
in an extreme case, but there's there's a seed of that in your brain that's that's planted, and your ego is the one that's saying, "Hey, I'm afraid that this is going to end my life, so I'm going to kick and scream," and that's going to be with with thoughts of like, "No, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know I'm gonna." fight through this i'm mentally tougher than this i'm physically tougher than this it's going to that's part of your ego that's that existence right so those are beneficial parts of the ego that we want right but the thing is because we're we're going under this barrage of attack when we go back like you're starting to feel better and everything that ego is going to be very excited but again don't think of that ego as an enemy. Think of it as a dog that just fit in, finished defending you, fighting this battle for you, right? Attacking other dogs that were trying to get at you. And now it's just like <laughs> on high alert, like, <laughs> right? Now you're like, what is wrong with this dog? Why is it behaving this way? He should sit next to me quietly and calmly. It's like, no, he just went through a war, right? So we need to have patience within ourselves and with our ego in that sense. And, bring ourselves back to that equilibrium of balance by realizing number one the experience and then bringing ourselves to the present moment of okay i just went through all of this i hear a lot of chatter in my brain right let's go back to the beginning this experience here is a practice of what you're going to be doing but instead of it being a giant mountain like it was a few weeks ago when you were kind of really coming to to this this realization and everything about yourself and and your self-awareness where it was a giant mountain right now it was a much lower little hill right because of that previous practice as you continue to do that practice it becomes a little bump but there is it's not going to be even tealed they're always going to be little uh, peaks and valleys of it so knowing that is knowing that you're you're developing the skill of your awareness and your ability to understand the situation the opposite of fragile something that you can break and shatter is something that you can interact with and it gets stronger right not that it's already strong but it gets stronger with much more interference if you had a package and you put anti-fragile on it, what you're promoting is you have to continuously beat up this box so that it can arrive better and better at its destination. Anti-fragile is something that literally gets stronger the more it gets beat up. So the less you interfere with it, the more damage that it incurs. Yeah. So in the same sense, now bringing it back to the mind and the mindset, the more obstacles we're fighting, the more situations that we're going through, like this week, you would say it was a lull, right? Those are the points that are actually developing the strength in terms of your mindset, in terms of, if you want to call it spirituality, in terms of your, your personal development. That's why I said this is, that's the cool part about this is the fact that you had the opportunity to go through this. And after you go in, you like, I got all my limbs, 
awesome in this sense is I got all my spirituality components. Awesome. Right. <laughs> so like we talked about uh, Goggins is the same concept of uh, the cookie jar in which every experience you can, you can put it on about this. Oh, my life is so hard, unfair, unfair. Or you can put it on this side, which is, Oh, this shows how badass I am because I was able to overcome this. Now I'm leveled up, right? I go another tough situation. I level up again and I continue to level up based on difficulties. But if you li live a very easy, everything's taken care of life, you don't level up. In fact, you do the opposite. You start to degrade. I get it. Um, uh, one other thing that did go through my head was um, I felt that this was a way to make myself and my body, well, make myself rest, my, put my mind to rest because um, I feel like since um, I've been quarantined, I've been like just nonstop feeding my brain information and maybe I hadn't given it time to process everything. Mm -hmm. um, so when I got sick, obviously, like everything just came to a halt. Like I stopped everything, not uh, because I couldn't, I physically couldn't do anything, but just lay in my bed. And mm. that was my first thought, I think on, I think Saturday or Sunday, it was just like putting myself to rest because I had just, it was like nonstop, like, I felt like I overwhelmed myself with so much information and and I, I still feel I still feel overwhelmed with information a little bit because I feel like I, now I have too many different information that at times could be a little confusing. Mm -hmm. So it's like I feel like which way do I go? What do I do? What do I not do? <laughs> so what type of meditation have you been doing? The meditation I was mainly doing is with music, with sound. Um but then I wanted to move on to silence. I actually did, so I did the 20 minutes of that. And then I just, after it was done, I sat there in silence and I did like maybe 20 minutes more. And I felt like it was very powerful. Like I felt like I couldn't even feel my body. Like, um, like I couldn't feel my hands, like how they were positions. Like, mm, okay. Yeah. Like I just lost all sense of feeling, of, mm -hmm. but I still felt, I still felt like my weight, I felt heavy, like, mm -hmm. like I still felt like whatever, but anyways, would, like I just, uh-huh. Would you describe it as you started to kind of lose the edge of your body? Yes. With your body and with space around you? Yes. Yeah, it's a cool feeling. <laughs> yes, I felt that on Saturday morning. So it was funny because that day I'm like, I, I journaled after and I wrote about how great I was feeling. So I'm like, in just a couple of hours, I was feeling horrible. Like, how is that possible? Reason why I brought up the meditation is, and it's so funny because you, so listen to your own wisdom because it, it has a lot to say. Um, what I was going to suggest to you is, there so there's two phases that you can think of one is building right one is kind of maintaining right in terms of that overload feeling that you mentioned before that's because you're you're you know constantly focusing on building right 
but then there's some there's like peaks and valleys that you need to have those valleys kind of built in too so that basically nature nature meaning your body your mind everything doesn't force you to have it <laughs> like this right so have you ever been like working on something so much that you're like dude i just want to watch like brainless tv or something right that's that point that you you've kind of went into your faculty so deep that your brain is kind of fried in that sense so what you can do is build this in by also exploring the meditation without the purpose of building right so like you mentioned some of those meditations is still about like building something right so about changing or 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 developing something within so the silent meditation option and like i mentioned to you before in the past there's so many different types of meditation and this is inspired by bruce lee is like not having one way as way is about exploring it's about finding all the boundaries of all possibilities and like that type of silent meditation allows you to do one thing which is listen to within to your voice within wow some of the other types of meditation especially with music allow you to almost transcend to a different plane in which you're exploring something else right so bringing yourself back between those different elements by doing a silent meditation in which you're really focusing on not adding anything to your brain not putting in information not kind of seeing how you can better yourself and all these things what you're actually doing is just calming and imagine if you can imagine like again i'm very visual so play along with me here imagine there's a bathtub full of water right and we dump a puzzle onto that bathtub full of water right and all the pieces are floating and then this water is a smart water that that starts to bring all those pieces together right and starts forming the puzzle right so that's what our brain wants to do right but if you're constantly pouring new pieces of puzzles new puzzles into that water it never has a chance it's just tons of things that it starts to put this together and then it's like oh no this is another puzzle right so we take that moment to kind of reset and to rest ourselves and we let our brain kind of take all this information take that wisdom of the mind start putting these things together right so that silent meditation to me allows you to do that allows you to kind of separate from the external input of information and be in your own mental fortitude your own kind of divinity if you will that is your mind that is your 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 connection with self and by doing that then you're able to calm it and start making sense of all of this and then now from there you can go back to rebuilding right so do that rest build rest put it together build and then you can go in that cycle obviously it doesn't go that cycle because sometimes you have a valley and you're like i don't want to put any together i don't want to you know build i don't want any of it right now that's cool that's going to happen the whole idea is not having judgment within yourself of like this shouldn't be and i shouldn't do this because that whole judgment thing is always oh i'm trying to do this at this moment it's always going to be there kind of that judge telling you hey 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 this is how it's supposed to be and when you become aware a consciousness of oh wait there's that judge telling me how it's supposed to be you can sit them down calm down i'm not expecting anything of this experience right and and i think that's the it's the most open you can be when it comes to meditation i mentioned to you the word surrender right uh 
in my meditation. And that's precisely what it brings me to. It really funnels me down to, all right, surrender. Stop trying to create or trying to experience something here. Just surrender to the moment. And that brings you back. I can also, I can't differentiate sometimes the voice of the ego or the voice of my higher self or whatever. I don't know. I, I feel, I'm feeling overwhelmed. <laughs> So this is where the fifth agreement comes in. It's like being open to everything, but being skeptical of everything, right? So, and this ties into the whole truth thing, where don't take any of this as truth. Don't think of like the ego as truth. Think of it as just concepts that exist to help our little brains kind of wrap around things, but don't take it as ultimate truth, right? Because what happens is when we try to do what our brain does, which is give it a humanistic kind of thing, right? It's like, oh, no, this is, this, the ego is real. The ego is true. I need to, need to understand that and catch them and whatever. That starts anchoring us down too much with how does this make sense in the physical world? In the physical world of like how we like uh-huh. I'm me trying, like I'm trying to make sense of everything in the physical world. Yeah, you're trying to make sense. You're trying to make sense of these ideas because remember what I'm saying is the premise is that all these things are ideas, or concepts, right? To help us kind of look internally, right? And for us, some things are too abstract to wrap our brains around. So it's good to give these kind of caricatures like ego and, and, and judge and stuff like this, but go back to remembering that that's exactly what they are. They're caricatures that we're creating so we can grasp a better understanding. So the separation here is if we remember that, then we're able to drop some judgment of right and wrong, right? It's like, is the ego this? No, but if it's this, it can't be that because it's it, right? And that's that kind of Newtonian thinking, that physical world thinking of, according to physics, this can exist in the same plane. We're basically talking about cartoons here where physics doesn't exist, right? So we're, <laughs> we're creating something so that we can understand better. And if we get into that loop, then we're just going to be frustrated with ourselves about, no, 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 this, the ego is, is doing this, that this is right. And, and hence why, you know, I talk about the judgment of not thinking of your ego as, as a, a negative, right? Because it's a part of you that, that exists. And if you're giving it that, evil crown you're saying it's the evil thing that i need to remove off myself what you're when we boil it down to reality what you're basically saying is that my brain is is ego so therefore my brain is evil so therefore i need to stop using this part of my brain or or whatever and the premise of all of this is that it's a part of this physical body that you're rejecting that you're trying to kind of develop love for yourself, love for, for others while hating part of yourself and not accepting part of yourself. And it's, it's really about being comfortable in chaos. 
not trying to make sense of it all the time. Because when we're trying to make sense of things, that's the birthplace of beliefs, right? Both empowering and disempowering beliefs that we talked about a lot is what is making sense of something. So think of this. If you experience something uh, as a child, right? You see um, a boy hit a girl and he gets in trouble, but you see a girl hit, hit a boy and she doesn't get in trouble. You experience something and you're trying to make sense of it. What's the sense? The sense that you make of it is the story that you create. It's like, oh, it's cool for girls to hit boys, but it's not cool for boys to hit girls, right? And then that becomes a belief. That becomes a story that you live within your, that lives within you. That's the sense-making aspect. That's how it gives birth to a belief. I've been feeling blah and a little negative and just so, I guess I don't want to feed into none of that. So here's where, not necessarily feeding into, but accepting it too, because these are environmental aspects that are happening, right? It's gloomy as hell for days on end. It's rainy, right? We're in this quarantine situation where we're not able to have physical interaction with people, right? I'm over it. Yeah, <laughs> we all are. Um, so like these are environmental things that are also affecting you, right? So this is what I say about be accepting of it is like shit is rough right now. Should, you know so if you were judging yourself oh i should be ultra spiritual right now what's wrong with me <laughs> and you neglect to realize hey i have all this shit bombarding me right now that's against me being in the places i need to be right there's that sense of internal balance so yeah you're you're there's tons of reasons why you're not going to be, you know, optimal, right? Um, so don't beat yourself up in the moment of like, hey, I should be here right now. Because you're a human being and human beings need interaction. Human beings need sunlight. It's fucked up times. <laughs> But I guarantee you're doing better than, than most people in this time that, that weren't able or weren't even aware of working themselves and building themselves up. You're, it's like you're wearing, you came into this starting to put on this bulletproof vest, right? And you've been getting shot at. <laughs> For I don't know how long this has been going on, like over a month. I know it's been. Yeah, it's already that, May. That bulletproof vest is starting to take a beating. All the all the cotton on top is, is already worn off. The Kevlar under underneath is starting to warp. It's like it's time to, you know, revamp this vest, send it in for repairs, right? And that's that's where you're at right now. <laughs> but that's that's cool you're 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 at this point you're still out there taking a beating you're still holding strong right right and, 
you know, some of the days like tomorrow are perfect days that that Evlar vest is able to kind of restructure and re-engineer itself, get a little stronger and show its anti-fragileness. Right. Yeah. What does your health, love life, spirituality, career, finances all have in common? Your mindset. Mindset is a source of creating change. To learn how to install these and other life-transforming concepts, browse through our free collection of courses at BeTheProject.com.